2: Exposure after the family was told a classmate at the private school he attends a tested positive for the coronavirus. The rest of the governor's family is not quarantined because they were not directly exposed. The governor, his wife, and all four of their children have tested negative for the virus, in fact. Newsom had a rapid test this week that was negative, and will get a regular test over the weekend. The group of 20 summit has begun with appeals by the world's most powerful leaders to collectively chart a way forward as the coronavirus pandemic overshadows this year's gathering transforming it from what was supposed to have been an in-person meeting to a virtual gathering of speeches and declarations. This is SRN News.
0: Dennis Prager combats evil.
2: Teaching children that this country is a cesspool is
3: evil. It's a monstrous lie because nothing made was better. And you judge countries as you do individuals in comparison to others not in comparison to your childlike fantasies. The Dennis
0: Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio.
1: Whether you're listening from outside the Twin Cities or in AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Brian, and the weather today is going to be 30 degrees and sunny. Are you a loved one, a veteran? Perhaps you serve your community as an EMT, firefighter, police officer, or nurse. If so, we would like to honor you and your country by inviting you on air to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. You can volunteer by calling Mike at 651-289-4418. The daily pledge is made possible thanks to the support of White Bear Lake Superstore, Buick GMC.
4: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
0: Northern Alliance Radio Network.
6: dingy, and ever more hopeless institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, five mornings a week, spitting the truth, not literally. It's a figurative expression here, basically bringing the political, social, historical, sometimes musical truth to a nation and a world, a society, frankly, a Western civilization that needs more of it. Of course, that led to this broadcast, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, which, along with my friends Brad Carlson, heard Sundays from 1 to 3, and King Banyan, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on her sister station, AM 1440. The businessmen have been doing much the same on Twin Cities Weekend Radio for 16 years, going on rapidly going on now 17 years. We are uh, three months and a few days away from our 17th anniversary on the radio, and boy, there's a lesson in there. A, be careful what you ask for. Actually, no, ask for, (laughs) shoot for the stars, you never know. Sometimes ideas really are crazy enough to work. Uh, We'll talk about that on our anniversary uh, broadcast here, as we frequently do. And also, uh, anything is possible. This is America, this is Western civilization, Uh, and everything is still possible, although people are working hard hard to 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 try to fix that and by fix i mean destroy one of those people who is doing that is a woman named mitra jalali and and by the way she is my city council representative in saint paul mitra jalali is her name and she ran for office originally as mitra jalali nelson and i don't know don't care personal life. uh, I don't know if there's been a change in her family status or if it's just a matter that having a Scandinavian last name uh, tacked on to your your Arabic name. I presume it's Arabic. She has some Arabic uh, letters on her uh, Twitter profile. Uh, But I I have no idea if if it was uh, a change of legal status or just that it's more I don't know, it's it's tonier to have a non-Swedish name in Minnesota DFL uh, circles these days. I have no idea. It doesn't matter. It's her choice. It's her name. It's her identity. It's her brand. Don't much care. Although I think it's interesting how two modestly prominent, well, okay, modestly uh, middling DFL politicians made that move in the last uh, couple of years here. Melissa Franson the uh thoroughly Edina, a house well, she's a lawyer but uh, the thoroughly Edina-fied Melissa Franzen, uh over the last 2 years readopted her her originally i believe Puerto Rican uh Hispanic last name uh Melissa Franzen Lopez spelled with the accent above the o Again, perfectly fine. It's her brand. It's her name. It's all perfectly well kosher, if I may uh, do a little cultural appropriation of my own here. But I just think it's interesting how it, it's people like Mitra Jalali and Melissa Frenzen Lopez and Peggy Flanagan, who has chosen to wrap herself around her uh, some portion of Native American heritage, and again doesn't matter her thing her thing how suddenly it's um, this this is the virtue one needs to signal in dfl circles anyway that's fine don't care uh i certainly uh i i certainly am proud of my own scandinavian and scottish and a little bit of french canadian ancestry so i'm not the one who's ever going to wave a finger at anybody else about that what i will do is wave a finger and do a little bit of mocking and taunting over really fallacious, flabby reasoning. Which brings us back to my city council representative, Mitra Jalali, who says, well, let's go back a couple weeks. Back around the beginning of November, end of October, I think it was just in time for Halloween, the city pages, the longtime uh well, frankly, this broadcasts and my blog's longtime kick toy, uh, a, a, quote, alternative, end quote, weekly tabloid that, in all honesty, did used to have some good journalism. Back in the 80s, it was where James Lillex got his start as an A-list writer. Uh, by the way, it was where he gave me my first major media exposure back in April 4th. No, March 26th, 1987. Why yes, I remember it very clearly, as if it was yesterday. When he did a uh, a piece on the staff at the Evil Talk Empire back in the day, back uh, when Don Vogel, Jeff Charles, and the like were there, and I was doing my first ever conservative talk show. Uh and and by the way, it was a conservative sh- show whose schedule uh, scheduling illustrated the great confidence that management had in the twenty four year old Mitch Berg. To, uh, to manage airtime, uh, 2 to 4 a.m. weekday uh, weekend mornings. <laughs> anyway, uh, James Lilacs in the City Pages gave me my first ever write-up in the Twin Cities media. And by the way, since I've been in conservative media ever since, one way or the other, pretty much my last. And that's fine. Uh, and, and by the way, again, as I pointed out when we commemorated over the course of a segment or so the demise of the City Pages some weeks ago, I quite honestly said, yeah, during the days when Steve Perry was the editor back in the mid 90s to perhaps very early 2000s, they ate the Star Tribune and Pioneer Press's lunches when it came to doing solid investigative reporting. They were an excellent tabloid at the time, one of the best, not one of the best in the country, but certainly an excellent uh, excellent tabloid newspaper and, and with some superb reporting. Uh, under the leadership of Steve, not the lead singer of Journey Perry. Well, that has, those days are long past us, and not only are those days, and, and by the way, the complete collapse of anything uh, resembling actual incisive, useful reporting at the city pages wasn't, I don't think, what, Brought them down financially because that's what took them down. The fact that a good chunk of their of their market has changed in the last eight months, and well, let's let's discuss that because that's the exact point that that Mitra Jalali, Repres- uh, city councilwoman Jalali, of the fourth ward in Saint Paul, addresses. She tweeted, I don't know, a week or so ago, and I quote. We should all be furious that local alternative journalism is being crushed by capitalism. It hurts all of us. Whatever is next for City Pages, your Twin Cities community is with you. May we show up for these folks in hard times ahead as the, the same way they've showed up for us. Forget for a moment that nobody at the City Pages showed up for us for much of anything but, well, maybe they had some good restaurant reviews. Dara Moskowitz, Grumdahl, is a perfectly capable... I don't think she's been with the City Pages for a while either, come to think of it. Their their restaurant reviews were okay if you've got time to go out to restaurants. And if there's restaurants left to go to. Oh, yeah. They're all sucking pond water, which means they've got no money for advertising, which means one of the City Pages' key sources of revenue as a freebie handout uh, tabloid, went away. Oh yeah. Concert venues, nightclubs, uh places where bands play, which was the other big source of revenue, also gone. Uh and, and the adult entertainment industry up in the uh, up up in the warehouse district in Minneapolis, which is another key advertiser for the City Pages, gone. Gone largely in all three cases due to the ham fisted nature of the lockdown that was brought to you by the statewide head of Ms. Jalali's party. Anyway, up to the beginning of the tweet, we should all be furious that local alternative journalism is being crushed by capitalism. Well, there's two responses to that, really three. Number one, the City Pages alternative journalism was crushed by the City Pages spending the last 10 years, at least, doing really, really bad, bad journalism. I mean, they were pretty unforgivable. Yes, their glory days are acknowledged. And believe me, every reporter in the Twin Cities has acknowledged the glory days of the city pages. But those glory days were long, long past. And when I say that the city pages, at least in some of their editorial capacities, has been the kick toy of my blog, shot in the dark dot info and of this broadcast since 2004, when on one of our very first broadcasts, we uh, disported ourselves, let's just say, uh, with glee at the performance of their webmaster at the time, one Mark Gisleson, who basically called for armed revolution against George W. Bush, uh, which la- launched one of the most hilarious hours of conversation I've, I've had on the radio uh, in, in all of my years in the business anyway. So local alternative journalism was crushed by local alternative journalists first and foremost but beyond that
7: uh,
6: and 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 by the way the the other the second point is that uh, the city page's advertising revenue was crushed by the pandemic the lockdown and the civil unrest which has mangled twin cities business business in minneapolis is not what it was 10 years ago it's not what it was 2 years ago It's on life support. Oh, much more on that later on this hour. But here's the third point. The city pages was free. They gave it away. The eyeballs that were being reached by the city pages were not worth the advertisers' dollars anymore, and they were being reached for free. Nobody had to pay for the City Pages. I, I suppose someone did, but that would be what you call a short grift in street terms. It, it's. It, I mean, people complain that Walmart drives other businesses out of business because they offer their wares so cheaply that it drives Main Street businesses out of business. Well, the City Pages did that one better. They were free. You walk into, I don't know, a record store or. Oh, they're all gone, too. You walk into a co-op or you walk into a restaurant or a coffee shop, you grab a City Pages out of the bin, you look for a restaurant review, you look for a record review, you look for the concert listings in case there's a a, a, a club show coming up, you want to say, oh, yeah, yeah, no, those are all gone, too. So, at any rate, City Councilwoman Mitra Jalali Nelson blames capitalism For the demise of the city pages when, in fact, the the fact that they were a freebie. In other words, the city pages is already what they want for tuition, health care and housing. You had. De facto, a right to the city pages, you did not have to pay for it. And yet people. Said no, it may not have been the people that were doing the reading, but it was certainly the people doing the advertising. It wasn't worth it to them. I mean, in a situation where money keeps dropping away because of the pandemic, because of of all the other civic unrest we've had here, it's just not worth it. Oh, much more when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
1: Whoa, look at all these options.
0: You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com.
4: So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. I think what you could do with that. But if you join right now, MediShare is waiving their new member fee. So that's another $170 you'll save. And MediShare is really different. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills. More than 400,000 people are members, and they've shared over $4 billion in medical bills. So, yes, they can handle your bills, too. This may be the time to make the switch. Join before November 30th for the additional savings. It's so easy to find out more. They're great to talk to. In fact, you can get a price within two minutes. Here's the number. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE.
3: personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact ineedmorehair.com at their office in Eagan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at ineedmorehair.com.
7: There's an underdog story happening today in America. Small businesses are fighting to make a comeback, but in the moment they have the least, they're giving the most. They're rallying communities and neighborhoods, yet asking for little in return. Well, it's time we gave back. Small Unites is making it simple for everyone to take action and support the small businesses that unite us all. Find out how you can donate, shop, and share today at smallunites.org
0: take your favorite patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app listen to your favorite shows see our social media posts enter exclusive contests and more just search for am 1280 the patriot in the app store am
6: 1280 the patriot the northern alliance radio network
4: she
0: said i know Hey,
6: she also said, go to am1280thepatriot.com, get your chance to win your mortgage or or rent payments made for you for a whole year. It's the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. I said, get yourself out to am1280thepatriot.com. Seriously, folks, it's, uh, it's the grand prize winner, the Christmas Mortgage mor- Mortgage miracle, a miracle, brought to you, of course, by the good folks at Tom Matiney and New American, uh, New American, uh, he's, by the way, he's uh, Matiney Mortgage and New American uh, Financial. Go out there. Go to am 12 aidthepatriotcom click on the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. Kid you not, I'm having a hard time reading what the new American is here. Either way, go out there, find out. I mean, you have nothing to lose and, and a year's worth of rent and mortgage to gain. 651 289 4488, the number to call. You can join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, that's N A R N Show on Twitter, or you can do the new flavor and join me on Parler, that's P A R L E R dot com at Mitchell P. Berg. That's way too long of a tag. But all the apparently there's other Mitch Bergs out there, and they beat me to it. So my uh, account on Parler is Mitchell P. Berg. You can also join the AM1280, the Patriot uh, account on Parler. You should follow them because a lot of conservatives are uh, tired of being oppressed by, uh, by, by by Twitter, basically having a good chunk of conservative discourse shut down by that particular tech giant. Uh, have been making the move. In fact, two weeks ago, so many conservatives largely made the move to Parlor that it basically shut them down, and they've been frantically upping their capacity ever since. And to be fair, it seems to be working. Uh, it seems to be running fairly smoothly. I'm still learning how to use Parlor, but it's where all the cool conservative kids are, so I urge you to do the same. I will continue monitoring both channels, by the way. I have some conservative friends who have cut the uh, the cord entirely from Twitter and uh, gone entirely to Parler? I figured nobody ever won a battle by sitting in an echo chamber. I mean, the the, the D Day would have been a much easier if they would have just invaded Torquay in, uh, in in Cornwall rather than Normandy, but it wouldn't have done anything about the people occupying France. So yes, I'm going to continue to engage in Twitter until Jack Dorsey. Uh, carries me out on a rhetorical social media gurney. Anyway, you can join us on Twitter, anyway, at Mitch P. Berg. Uh, uh, by the way, hashtag Narn Show, N-A-R-N Show. So if you want to just comment on the show or anything on the show, you can just use that hashtag. Using the same hashtag on Parlor, by the way, N-A-R-N Show. So operators are standing by, by via every social media that we can possibly wrap our hands around here. So anyway, I talked about Mitra Jalali. And her fury that local altern- alternative journalism was being crushed by capitalism, notwithstanding the fact that the capitalist uh, response is being driven by the fact that the lifeblood of freebie tabloids like the City Pages, even good ones, by the way, which City Pages has not been for, gosh, close to 20 years, let's be honest. Very close to 20 years. I mean... By the time this broadcast went on the air in 2004, they were already circling the intellectual drain. But uh, the lifeblood for even good uh, alternative tabloids like the City Pages once was, is restaurants, nightclubs, bars, and, and the like, and for lack of a better term, adult entertainment. The strip joins up and down the warehouse district. That's where the money came from to keep the City Pages going. And what is it that has killed alternative journalism like the (laughs) City Pages? It's the collapse of the restaurant, bar, and, well, adult entertainment industries, all of which were quarantined going back to last March, many of which have closed for good, many of those which survived – Uh, were shut down for good uh, or or at immense cost came back after the rioting and, lest you forget, uh, are being shut down again. Oh, and let's not forget the crime wave that has made coming into downtown Minneapolis to try to patronize the remaining places that might still be open a little dodgy. I mean... It doesn't take much in the way of crime reporting to get someone to think, am I going to go hang out in, in Minneapolis and risk run becoming tomorrow's headline? Or am I going to find something a little closer to home, someplace where I know I, I, an evening out socializing isn't going to be followed by a nightcap of fighting for my life? I mean, it's not a hard choice. So between... The pandemic and the ham-fisted, economically ruinous response to the pandemic, uh, destroying the City Pages advertising budget, which is the DFL's fault. And the rioting, which made business difficult to impossible for a good chunk of Minneapolis business. Again, the DFL's fault. And the crime wave which has been building up in the North Loop, which, by the way, is an epicenter of the City Pages uh, financial base, or was, which is the DFL's fault. Three for three, folks. The only capitalism, as uh, City Councilwoman Jalali puts it, that is responsible for the crushing of the late and unlamented City Pages is the little bits and pieces of, quote, end quote, capitalism, end quote, that the DFL has been squashing since time immemorial, but especially over this last 35 years, since the last time there was an elected Republican any place in Minneapolis doing anything. So, Mitra Jalali, who, by the way, she's not an unintelligent woman, and I suspect she knows full well that what she says that local alternative journalism was crushed by capitalism is complete baked wind i think she knows this i think she's counting on the fact that her voters don't know any better i mean they're fairly gullible people, as we have found in watching Democrats' response to an awful lot of things, especially progressives' response to an awful lot of issues these past few months. Well, ever since his broadcast has been on the air, but especially this year, especially 2020, seeing how very incurious, how very, dare I say, unscientific the typical DFL voter, especially the progressive, especially... The, quote, educated, well, no, especially the schooled, highly schooled but badly educated uh, DFL voter actually is. And the fact that the media will never call people like Councilwoman Jalali on these sorts of things. They could say anything they want. They could say that 2 plus 2 is 17, And not only will the media never call them on it, other than this media here, the one you're listening to, and the the remaining conservative blogs in the Twin Cities, hey, Scott Johnson, a power line. Other than that, you'll you'll, you'll see nothing of the sort in the media. And mark my words, you'll see DFLers walking around and say, well, 2 plus 2 really is 17, and if you don't agree, you're a racist. That's how identity politics works. Anyway, by the way, Local alternative journalism has not been crushed. It thrives in the Twin Cities. Granted, it's an alternative to the mainstream, something the City Pages never was. I mean, the City Pages was a a feeder to both mainstream journalism in the Twin Cities and to uh, PR firms that served the DFL and to DFL campaigns and DFL caucuses directly. But... Alternative journalism is alive and well. It is being practiced by the likes of Scott Johnson, John Hinderocker, yours truly. This station, myself, Brad Carlson, King Banyan, not journalists in the sense of being reporters of news, reporting the who, what, when, where, why, and how of a story all the time, but certainly reporting what is going on in the world around you and putting it in a context that helps you hopefully act appropriately. So, and by the way, it's been brought to you by capitalism. Well, I don't like the term capitalism so much. It's been brought to you by the free market. Because in a free market, when people don't need something, don't want something, where they might want something, but it's too expensive, when it's cheap enough, but they don't care, they say no. And... For 20 years now, people have been saying yes to this station. For 16 years, people have been saying yes to this broadcast. Granted, it's because we are affordable, to say the very least. But the free market has brought you this station, this broadcast, the content that that is on this station 24-7, our national hosts, our local hosts, all of us. So alternative journalism is alive and well albeit not in a forum and form of which the likes of Mitra Jalali and Ken Martin and Keith Ellison and uh, Ilhan Omar and Governor Klink uh, would approve of. Sorry, what? Governor Waltz. I'm sorry. I I keep calling Governor Klink a reference to uh, Wilhelm Klink from Hogan's Heroes. I have no idea why. Petty yet incompetent tyrant? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. More about Minneapolis when we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
0: closings instant cash and huge savings plus there are no realtor fees no listing fees and no repair costs just cash in your hands for that painful property they're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month so take advantage of this cash offer and call quick cash offer now 800-775-4514 775 4514 that's 800-775-4514
1: On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home
3: with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded
5: Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org.
2: Missing the feeling of flying?
0: Don't let travel concerns stop you. Thunderbird Aviation, located at Flying Cloud and Crystal Airports, offers scenic flights across the Twin Cities. View your home from above, fly above Lake Minnetonka, or let us know where you'd like to go. Email Thunderbird at fly at ThunderbirdAviation.com or call 952-941-1212 to schedule your scenic flight today. And tune in to the World of Aviation on Sunday morning at 10 on AM 1280, The Patriot af 1280 the patriot northern
6: alliance radio network 651-289-4488 jonas won't you please hey don't forget stand with israel tour coming up this coming december they're going to give it another run here hopefully the public health situation will be back in place Anyway, that's Stand With Israel uh, with Dennis Prager and, uh, I believe, uh, Mike Gallagher. That's right. Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager doing this again. Oh, man. And the the temptation to try and uh, put away the money to take that trip is overwhelming. Uh, Checking out Israel with Dennis Prager would be the uh, kosher bee's knees. And anyway, I just spent two segments talking about a dumb tweet by Mitra Jalali. I'm still waiting to get. I'm still working to get to the real subject of this hour. And before I do that, I'm going to remind you. Next hour, I'll be talking with Rob Dorr of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, uh, talking about the legislative year coming up. In fact, which just got a whole lot more interesting and a whole lot more, a lot more secure for the moment for gun owners in Minnesota. Uh, the big news this past week in Minnesota politics was Tom Bach and Dave Thomasoni, longtime Iron Range DFLers. Split away from the DFL caucus and at least on a number of vital issues, including mining and gun rights, will be voting, it appears uh, likely, with the GOP in the coming session, which takes, in effect, a one-vote lead in the in the Minnesota State Senate and extends it to a three-vote lead, at least on issues like gun rights, like uh, mining issues, like basically providing a check and balance to our mad with power governor and our complete bat, uh, bat boy crazy, uh, Minnesota house of representatives controlled by the most uh, progressive wave of uh, Democrats between Chicago and the West coast. Anyway, Rob Dorrell will be joining us after the top of the hour, uh, I, I, there's a story that came out this past week that ties into the story I just started with, kind of in, a, in an oblique way, but bear with me. It'll work. New Yorkers, it seems, are leaving uh, New York in record numbers. I know this, by the way. I have a stepson who lives in New York. He he runs a U-Haul. Well, actually, he's a executive with U-Haul, uh, high up in the New York regional apparatus for the U-Haul chain, and they're working pretty hard. Uh, because a lot of people are using their services. City residents filed almost 300,000 change of address requests from March 1st through October 31st, according to data the Washington Post, actually the New York Post, obtained from the U.S. Postal Service under a Freedom of Information Act request. The data details only when 11 or more forwarding requests were made to a particular county outside New York City. So the number of moves is actually considerably higher. A single address change could represent an entire household, which means far more than 300,000 New Yorkers fled the state. No, just the five boroughs. Think about it. Four million people live in the five boroughs. Give or take. And 300,000 of them at least have hit the dusty trail. Whatever the exact number, according to the Washington Post, is the exodus, which began when COVID-19 hit the city last spring, is much greater than in prior years. From just March through July, there were 244,895 change of address requests to destinations outside of the city, more than double the rate during the same period in 2019. Why do I bring that up? Well, it's a headline that came out yesterday, maybe the day before, in the Star Tribune. That has got boosters of downtown Minneapolis. Let's just say split. Now we know we've talked about this for some time now. Downtown Minneapolis is hurting for certain. Uh, the 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 pandemic has shut down a vast swath of businesses downtown. the The, the downtown council estimates estimated months ago that ten thousand jobs at least have left downtown Minneapolis. Downtown boosters were turning cartwheels when a a company I won't name but a famously dying e-commerce company decided to ro- relocate from Shoreview into downtown saying, "Yep, eh, rumors of downtown's demise are mistaken," ignoring the fact that against 10,000 job losses, this company, who shall remain nameless, is bringing 400 maybe 500 employees To a building that's been sitting vacant for a couple years, formerly owned by TCF, before they skedaddled out to Wyzetta, showing the impeccable timing they have always shown uh, a number of years ago. Uh, And, by the way, leaving them in a position to occupy a white elephant of a building that uh, no doubt they're getting major concessions to occupy. And as they move much of their headquarters operation to uh, where? Oh, yeah. Republican-dominated, low-tax Georgia and giving them the option to sell their hundreds of acres of prime freeway front land in Shoreview. And, by the way, for a company that, let's be honest, has a shelf life. Again, not going into details, and if you work there, you know who I'm talking about, and I wish you the best. Smoke them if you got them, as they say. Downtown is hurting for certain. And downtown Minneapolis boosters are reacting with a bit of umbrage in some cases that the new occupant of a long underutilized storefront on Nicollet Mall is going to be a dollar general and on the one hand it is a store that is going into an ever more desolate Nicolet Mall uh Nicolet Mall last time I went across it I don't know six weeks ago looked a little bit like I don't know uh, a street in East Berlin in the 1970s the 50 million dollar remodel that uh, that that Betsy Hodges ran a few years back looking shall we say a little misplaced little wan and forlorn anyway downtown boosters are dividing up into two camps one that chortles that all the people of Walmart uh style stories they associate with dollar general which by the way is a chain usually associated with towns that are too small for a Walmart or neighborhoods that are too poor for a Walmart. That's Dollar General's niche. All due respect to all of you who may be working for, managing, or uh, investing in Dollar General out there. It fills a niche. Make no mistake about it. That niche, I think it's fair to say, is a little on the down market side. And, yes, I have shopped at Dollar General. It's a great place to go for bargains because, well, it's a Dollar General. And then you get the other mob that thinks and asks in as many words, aren't we better than this? One of whom is uh, Rick Nelson at the Star Tribune, who kind of straddles the line, but uh, he writes in the Strib yesterday. Yes, tacky and depressing are two words to describe the appearance of a dollar store in what is widely viewed as Minneapolis's Main Street, a thoroughfare that recently underwent a $50 million makeover. Distressing could be another, since the appearance of this type of merchant might be an indication of downtown's dwindling retail scene taking yet another step in the wrong direction. The store's new home in the Andrus Building, the historic building formerly known as Renaissance Square, kids ask your parents, at uh, South 5th Street and Nicollet Mall, won't be sullied with a glaring yellow and black dollar general logo, though. Instead, there will be a hip DGX marquee, because that's Dollar General's curated upmarket version of its discount store. So you might ask yourself, where does this highway go to? No, you might ask yourself, what does it all mean for a street that the city of Minneapolis just spent $50 million refurbing? Which, by the way, BLM and quote anti end quote FA spent a couple of nights hacking away at last summer. Why? And I'm just going to throw this out there. It's almost as if when you treat a major city like an urban studies lab, you make driving onerous and parking difficult and prohibitively expensive, which they have done, and treat public safety as not just an option, but a sign of misbegotten privilege, even racism, even if, by the way your favorite destination downtown hasn't been burned down or or closed down uh, because of the pandemic or offering skeleton-level services that are hardly worth the trip downtown for. And the downtown atmosphere has pretty much gone to the proverbial dogs. Well, why would you go? The people from the outlying parts of the city that, that downtown used to depend on for all of that juicy revenue... What are they going to do? There's no place to go. The places that are there can only serve takeout, so you got to head someplace else. It's Minneapolis in the winter, which is about as inviting a place to dine outdoors as the apex of the Berlin Wall in 1976. And by the way, real or imagined, and it's a little bit of both, it's a cesspool of crime. And the market of free spending suburbanites and, and the condo dwellers, who, by the way, are leaving downtown Minneapolis as well. More on that in coming weeks. Uh, the people who spend the money aren't there spending the money. Who is downtown? People who patronize places like What? Dollar General. Let's go to the phones and Hopkins. Dan, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air. Go right ahead.
5: Hi, Mitch. Very informative. Thank you for that great, good stuff. My pleasure. Hey, I, I had the privilege of listening to uh, Mike Gallagher this week, and he had an interview that he broadcast with uh, Ed Morrissey. And it concerns me just a little bit that your friends. Is he part of the Narn? Is it the. the is there a- he was a what charter
6: member of the Narn. He was a member of the Narn uh, steadily from 2004 to 2012. So, eight years he was a member yeah. of the Narn. He comes on about once or twice a year, occasionally uh, talks about stories. And, of course, we do our uh, pop culture yeah. SmackDown once a year. Uh, tell us sure. more.
5: Sure. sure. Well, um, it'd be interesting somehow if you were to listen to that. They were going back and forth. It it is a little surprising how it it almost appears that Ed Morrissey is an establishment Republican sort. Not somebody that, you know, that's what it seems like to me when you listen to him. Um, I think that a lot of American conservatives don't see the implications of an election going to Joe Biden in light of all of the fraud, the tremendous fraud. And although Cindy Powell and... um, Jenna Ellis and Lou, uh, Rudy Giuliani are not able to share the details of the evidence we have for very good reasons, obviously. There are certain conservatives, Tucker Carlson, one, also that are very skeptical of any fraud whatsoever. And I think even Ed Morrissey was suggesting that. And I said, well, even any, not even looking at the evidence, but seeing the circumstances surrounding the morning after the election. Yeah. Huge <clears throat> spikes. Yeah. The voter dumps. All the people, the provisional ballots are which are people that wanted to vote but could not vote because somebody had already voted for them. It was 17,000 in one county.
6: Yep. Dan, we are up against a break, and I, I don't yeah. disagree with you on any of those points. Well, a couple of points. For starters, is Ed Morrissey an establishment Republican? Uh, here's a question for you. I'll answer that with a question. Uh, I'll answer my own question with a question to myself and all of you. What's the difference between an insurgent and an establishment Republican? Winning an election. The Tea Party went from being the insurgency and the resistance, if you will, and I will not, but they went from being the insurgents to the establishment over the course of one election from 2009 until 2010 was all it took for the Tea Party to become the establishment or at least part of the establishment. Now, is Ed Morrissey skeptical of the evidence being brought? I don't know what I think he's skeptical of. And frankly, I have my questions about as well is not so much whether uh, there is evidence of fraud, because clearly there is. We see it with our own eyes. Is it the kind of evidence that's going to pass muster in a court, given the laws as they are written? I have serious questions about that. And so my philosophy is pick up and move on. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot, go nowhere. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot. Cool voiceover. Zany sound effect. Uh, We were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us at Radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll keep it simple too. Listen to The Patriot on the free Radio.com app.
1: Want to give a truly unique gift at half the regular price? It's a hot air balloon ride at treetop level across the St. Croix River Valley. The memory becomes sweeter knowing you paid half the regular price through this special radio offer. Flow quietly along somewhere between the lush green earth below and wide open expanse of the blue sky above. To purchase a private ride for two from Stillwater Balloons at half off the regular price, go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and Half Price Offers. Or call the station now. Warning.
8: and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member. And of I'm B- proud to serve in the United and States. And I am proud
1: to
2: protect our country.
4: Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve.
2: AFreserve.com.
0: The right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com.
6: AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Join us, if you will. Rob Dort joining us up at the top of the hour. Of course, Brad Carlson coming tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 1280, The Patriot, the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Of course, King Banyan heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 here on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Doing the best radio show in the business, ergo the world, on economics. And by the way, economics impacts politics at all levels. So, we remain the Northern Alliance Radio Network almost 17 years of dominating Twin Cities Radio, ergo media. And we are into the future. We came to kick tush and eat Rack Shack. And I haven't been able to get to the Rack Shack yet today. That's what we're here for, 651-289-4488. You can also join us. That's going to be my next uh, show T-shirt here, I think. Anyway, uh, well, you can join us on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N-Show. Or on Parler, dot com at uh, Mitchell P. Berg. Two L's, P isn't Papa Berg. One long word. At any rate, uh, join us either way. So, the nattering class has the Victorian vapors that a Dollar General, albeit its upmarket variety, is going in downtown. It it augurs badly for the collapse of the retail market in downtown Minneapolis, which is the, the word for it. I mean, retail has been drying up and dying downtown for quite some time, as people decide that if the City Council of Minneapolis wants to make driving downtown onerous and difficult and drive people onto buses and trains that are ever more unsafe and incidentally incubators for viruses of all kinds. I mean, before COVID, it was a great place to catch the flu as I most certainly did during my year and a half of uh, riding the bus, uh, the train rather downtown Uh, that, if I mean, if you want to make driving downtown too difficult to do, they're not going to do it. I mean, forget about clubs, forget about concerts, forget about Timberwolves games for a moment here. When was the last time you felt the need to go downtown and shop? I mean, when I worked downtown, I would hit the farmer's market, maybe go over to the, the Nordstrom Rack. Uh, but just going downtown on a Saturday to look uh, at Dayton's? 25 years ago, maybe, 30 years ago, perhaps. But now, the clientele of people downtown to do the shopping are pretty much falling into one of two categories. The condo crowd, which has all the money they need, and will shop at the upmarket, few upmarket places that are left, if indeed they remain downtown, which many of them are not. More on that in coming weeks. Or, the shall we say, down-market crowd that shops at places like what? Dollar General. It's the free market responding to the situation that 50 years of DFL governance have left downtown Minneapolis. If you want things to change, you need to stop electing socialist crackpots. It is that simple, and yet fundamentally impossibly complicated let's go to st louis park mark welcome to the northern alliance radio network
0: you're on the air it's a great subject just great subject matter from neiman marcus dollar general my god how the mighty yeah. have fallen yep i've got a something for you. the rumor in new york is that governor cuomo has the inside track for u-haul salesman of the year but i think mayor smallfy is going to give him a run for his money could uh, very I've well be kind of a a little bit of a joke there, but uh, the third point is uh, if you want to find out really what's going on in Minneapolis as far as crime, there's a, there's a site called Minneapolis Crime Watch. And when you go on there, you'll see every 15, 30 minutes carjacking, assault, blah, 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 Nicollet, yep. LaSalle, and that's where you really get the flavor of what's going on as far as crime. You'll get it from the St. Paul or Minneapolis paper, yep. and I'll hang up and listen.
6: Oh, absolutely. You're absolutely right. And <laughs> And by the way, some of the media establishment has in particular taken umbrage at the not merely the coverage but the very existence of crime watch and, and say well' it's going to give you a distorted picture of of the reality and I get that I mean I live in the city proper, I live in St Paul the midway and I see some of my acquaintances from the far burbs, people who live in places like Deep Haven and, and, and Orino and and Forest Lake go, Oh, I'm never going downtown. It's too dangerous. It's a free fire zone. Well it's not. It's it's I mean, real people live here, they, they downtown in, not downtown, but in the cities proper, in the inner city, south of thirty six, uh, north of the river. I mean, people live there. They, they raise families. They have jobs. They have careers. They, God knows, they pay taxes. But perception is, in fact, reality. And the perception is, and and the reality behind that perception is, yeah, not only is downtown more dangerous than it was, that it's been any time since the mid-'90s, the era of murder murderapolis, but worst of all, There's a sense that unlike the mid-1990s, when there was a general sense that urban decay and the collapse of law and order was something to be avoided, something to be uh, fought against. And and by the way, they did successfully, more or less, for, for a decade and change. That now, expecting anything otherwise is a sign of racist white privilege, and you deserve what you got coming. In fact, you don't deserve not to have it coming. And why would you patronize that? Even to go to a dollar store. If you're sane, whatever your race, you would not. Rob Doerr joins us after the break. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
7: Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number 4, EVRcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned.
2: Sponsored by Family Gift Co., Looking for the perfect gift that'll make your sweetheart smile? With custom canvas prints from bestfamilygifts.com, choose the names of the special people in your life and we'll turn it into the perfect gift. Imagine glorious ocean sunsets, autumnal forests, or classy black and white vistas. A gift from our canvas collections is so much more than just a pretty picture. You can personalize the text of each custom print with the names of the people you love, including your family, friends, or even your pets. This holiday season, brighten up the house and bring on the smiles. Anyone can have regular canvas-framed artwork in their house, but who can say they have custom artwork specifically personalized just for them? See the entire amazing collections of custom canvas prints for yourself and get a 20% discount on your first order. Visit bestfamilygifts.com. That's bestfamilygifts.com. 20% off with discount code BESTGIFT. Visit bestfamilygifts.com for 20% off. Discount code BESTGIFT. Discount code BESTGIFT for 20% off.
1: Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get
5: that Rack Shack attack, Barbecue, yeah. AM
0: 1280, The Patriot is WWTC.